Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. John's Revelation letter is a closing book in the Holy Canon that begins with Earth's creation and ends with the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him that seareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. The last verses of this last book of Scripture are like the final movement of some great concerto in which we hear all the instruments of the orchestra swelling the flood of triumph. In the grand symphony, we hear many instruments sounding in turn. Sometimes it's a prophet who speaks, sometimes an angel, sometimes a deeper voice from the throne that of Christ himself. Among the profound spiritual truths signified in the power finale of the gospel message, one thing is clear. Just before this verse, our Lord has been proclaiming from the throne his royalty and his swift coming to render to every man according to his work and to gather his own into the city. After that solemn utterance, he is silent for the moment, and there is a great hush. Then a voice is heard saying, Come. It is the voice of the bride with the Holy Spirit speaking through her. What should she say, this blood-washed body of believers from all the world's ages and kindreds, in answer to his promise? She will surely pour out her wish for that very promised fulfillment. How should the bride not long for the bridegroom? Then apparently the prophet breaks in, summoning all who would have heard Christ's promise and the church's prayer to swell her cry of longing. The mystery of all earth's travails, from plagues and disasters to war and cruelty, stands to be forever made clear in that long-awaited moment. For indeed, his coming is the divine event to which the whole creation moves, and in it all the world's dreams of a golden age are fulfilled and all the world's wounds are healed. Let him that heareth say, Come. God closes his great written message to the human race with a beautiful, dreadful, powerful declaration that his kingdom has prevailed. Centuries before, David had written the vindication of the righteous in the 31st Psalm, saying, Let me not be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon thee. Let the wicked be ashamed, and let them be silent in the grave. God hasn't forgotten. But who speaks these verses? Apparently Christ himself. It is his answer to the cry of the church. He delays his coming for this, among other reasons, that all the world may hear his gracious invitation. So we see two comings in this passage, the final coming of Christ to the world, the invited coming of the world to Christ. If there is one single word that could be used to summarize his entire contact and dealing with humanity, it is surely the word come. The persons spoken to here are designated by two descriptions, they that are athirst and those who will. Well, the first fits us all. Everybody gets thirsty. But there's tragedy here. A thirsty man knows he's thirsty. By contrast, it is quite possible that our soul's lips may be cracking and black with thirst, and we may be all unconscious of it. 
God is stamping universal need into us all, which causes us to need something or someone external to ourselves on whom we can rest and from whom we can be satisfied. Our hearts naturally long for another's love, and our minds are restless until they grasp reality and truth. The will yearns to be mastered, often even while rebelling against the master. Our whole being proclaims, My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. The beauty and power of Jesus' invitation through his church to come is that he has kindly made a way through supreme sacrifice to be living water to every soul that will accept him into their life. Thus the Bible closes as it opened with a message from heaven to us mortals of God's divinity, our origins and destiny, and finally, all-encompassing outreach to it all. Let's not neglect it. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.